0: Fans, Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you by ShortTrackExclusive.com. I'm your host, Thomas Fadish, alongside two other Short Track Guys in the studio, as always. Jim poe driver of the 07 Can't Quit Fishing.com sportsman and 2021 sportsman champion. And Ted Baber, Ted Baber Video Productions here at Pensacola, Florida, at Firefly Speedway, and other Short Tracks around the southeast. Yes. What's up, guys?
1: Evening. <laughs> 330
0: shopping days until Christmas.
2: Just
0: got to put that out there. Yeah, we. I, I'm <laughs> glad we got that over with. Yes. Man, have we got a great show tonight. Uh, we've got a guest that's on the air right now. We're going to bring him in just a little bit, and he's got some big news, and I can't wait and to find out what's going on with uh, Christian Rose Racing. Uh, man, I'm going to hold it right there, and we're going to get just a little bit about what we have talked about from last week uh, with the All-Star Showdown out in Irwindale. Yep. And, man, what a race. And we had one of our
1: buddies out there, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Bubba Pollard had a good race, but uh got turned around, went to the back, came back to the front, and got in another scuffle and ended up dropping out. So mm. we kind of hate that for him. But, I mean, he went all the way out there and represented. As a matter of fact, he got in a, uh, a little scrape up in practice, and a team loaned him a bunch of parts to fix the car he was going to have to go home. Wow. <laughs> so it was good to see him out there. Uh Gomes won it, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, Jacob. Jacob yeah, Jacob
0: Jones. Jacob Gomes, John Moore, Jeremy Doss, Chris Davidson, which we know uh, quite well in Pearl in yes. Texas. He comes over and runs uh, a lot of our big races here locally. Yep. And Darren Robinson uh, rounded out the top five.
2: And speaking of Chris Davidson, I want to throw in here real quick. We want to have you know thoughts and prayers with all the people out in Texas that have really gotten beaten up by the storms that passed through last night. It was awful.
0: <laughs> it was. It, it came through here and uh, man, yeah, they they expected some bad stuff and there was some. Torn up stuff and yep. had prayers going out to those people in Texas and hopefully yes. they be recovered.
1: Uh, yeah, that's good. And Chris Davidson's a two time pro late model champion. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool. I'm glad to see him travel out there and do really well. I hate to say it, if Bubba didn't do so well, but that's okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Some of the notables that we've gone over uh, Jace Hansen, Jake Finch, Jonathan Gomes. Uh, I don't know for sure if he's got relations to Jacob, but I think they're brothers. I'm not sure. I'm going to go on a limb to say that. Uh, Bubba Pollard, 20th, and then, uh, Blaine Maroka, uh, 23rd, unfortunately, but those are some of the names that we see over, uh, here in our local area, and, um, you know, they had 29 super late models out there for that big race and all the big money, and, uh, Jacob Gomes again.
1: <laughs> well, he had Derek Thorne in his pit area. That Snowball Derby, Snowball <laughs> Derby winner. Hurt. You know, he's out of a ride without the, with the, with the Campbell Motorsports, but yeah. the fact that he was there in his pit, that didn't, didn't hurt him at all. Nothing. <laughs> that boy <laughs> drove a great race. Congratulations yes. to him and his team. And yeah. had, as
2: a matter of fact, uh, in his post-race interview, he said something about the Derby. He had,
0: he had a good run here, too. So
1: Yeah, he did. He ran pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool.
0: Yeah, well, their next event with the national Southwest tour, uh, the SRL series is going up in, uh, the winter showdown, uh, at Kern County here, uh, March 25th. So I know that's a little bit further out than right. we anticipate, but I figured I'd just go ahead and follow that up with the SRL fans, uh, <laughs> and listeners. So, um, we'll go from there. Uh, we've got a big one coming up again this weekend. Uh, I think it's in Cordial,
1: Cordial at
0: Watermelon Capital Speedway, and it is Speed Pass 2023, and what a lineup we have coming up. We
2: uh, went over the super late last time we were on, and uh, the rundown for the Prolate is pretty darn stout, too, with uh, Spencer Bragg, Nicholas Noggle, Steve Dorr, oh, we know his name very well, mm-hmm. Benjamin Jones, Brian Schaefer, Brian uh, Demland, Brett Suggs, David Reagan, I've met him and worked with him a little bit before, he's a great guy. Dawson Sutton, Cody Hall, Justin South. I mean, we're familiar with that name. Mm-hmm. Seth Christensen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Johnny Aramandia, a, uh, uh, a local modified driver that we're pretty familiar with. Josh Hicks, Robbie Taylor, Joe Dixon, Michael Hind, the best hair in the, in, in the <laughs> and yeah. Uh Gavin Graham, Cale Hall, Katie Hettinger, Dylan Fetcho, Warren Mobley, and Joey Meyer. Yeah. The, That's those a, ones we know of right now.
1: There, there's some good names in there, but there's some names we haven't heard of, too. Right. That, yep. that Seth Christian kid was a, track, uh, a winner in the truck series yes. at Five Flags. So mm-hmm. he's going to be tough. I think he's got a lot of talent. I've been following him on Facebook, but um, that race is full of a bunch of new names. It's going to be interesting to see how well they all do against some of the veterans. That's going to be a good show.
0: Well, Ted, there are two of those drivers right now that you've just mentioned uh, Hunter Wright. Uh, is with Day Racing Products, making his debut at Crisp in the Super Late Model 150. And Dawson Sutton, uh, he's from Lebanon, Tennessee. He's 16 years old um, <laughs> in the JEGS CRA, which is actually a pro late model race. I believe they run Friday night. I think so,
1: yeah. It's a two-day show. Yeah. yeah, Friday and Saturday.
0: Yeah, these are two of the youngsters that um, we can put in the fields with uh, the William Swaliches and Rogerios and all the young cats. And we've talked about pedigree and youth and experience and all right. that these are two of the guys that I've picked out to watch in the future.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you're absolutely right. Some of these young kids nowadays, whoo, that's nice. But <laughs> it's going to be interesting. That, that that weekend is always good racing. In the outlaw class and everything else, usually puts right. on a heck of a show. And we usually got a bunch of our guys that go up and run outlaw. <laughs>
2: And we'll see what uh, Bubba can. Uh, the other Bubba, yeah, <laughs> can <do>. Bubba Winslow. <laughs> yep.
1: And uh, I think Jason Welch is going to go. Mm. So that's going to be pretty good. I'd, I wish they'd run street stocks. Mine's sitting in the shot, in the still in the trailer from uh, going down to New Smyrna. I'm like. <sighs> i you know, got, got a little cash i could go i got tires i don't have to worry about that but <laughs> yeah. now nah, we gotta go pick up further my new the car i'm getting for the super stock right saturday so well
0: like we've said you know about youth and experience and pedigree and all that i think our guest he has one a, little, has bad, a yeah. little bit to <laughs> say about that because yes. uh this is upcoming is a really really great story so yes um just some more news and notes with the srx series uh, We don't touch on a lot of the cup drivers on that side of it. We're really strictly near short track right. things. Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, and Clint Boyer uh, oh, wow. are going to be running as newbies, if you will, to the SRX series. And that starts in July, I think, on ESPN on Thursday night now instead of right. Saturday on CBS. So just That'll so you, cool. you know, get ready for that series.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, Kevin Harvick said that Boy didn't know if Boyer could fit in one of his fire suits. <laughs> He was making fun of him. So that, that's going to be cool to see those two run that series. I'd like to see if, I hope they're still going to let the local drivers get a shot in there. Because right, yeah. when I was I was listening to a podcast earlier, and they were ta- it was before the SRX last year, and they were talking about Bubba. And he said it, he was going to whip there, yep. you know what, and he almost did. So, yeah, very close. You know, very it's, SRX is a cool series. I, I think that's... That was something that Tony Stewart came up with. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah. it puts a, a spotlight on a lot of short tracks too. So. Oh
1: man! And th- this year alone, just just with the SRL, late models, the the new the new Star series, and the um, uh, Super uh, Southern Super series. You talk about some great short track racing yes. this year. Oh, <laughs> gonna my tremendous. goodness. It's going to be great.
0: Well, that's uh, pretty much a wrap on uh, what we've got. Uh, we're going to bring uh, our guest on. He's been here listening to us gibber. <laughs> Suffering. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Christian Rose Racing. Uh, Christian Rose is from uh, West Virginia and represented that, uh, that state very well. Yes. Um, we, this is Mr. Three-Time Short Track Guys podcast <laughs> guest. And we have followed his story since the very beginning um, in Daytona, the story there. You have to go back and check that episode out to kind yes. of catch up, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag just yet. Uh, second episode we had with him, uh, we found out he got married. <laughs> um, now there's a, a family involved really and a show. new manufacturer and a new team. So welcome, Christian Rose. Christian, thank you so much for taking your time out and tell us a little bit and catch us up to speed what's going on with that camp.
3: Uh, it's been good. Uh, like We've had a great off-season. It's been a wild start to our off-season. The best way I can put it is kicking it off of having our son born last week. Mama and son are doing great. Wow. Um, we went down and did a test, so it was quite the experience to go down and hop in a race car for two days and then turn around and uh, uh, come home and have a baby two days later. So wow, that, wow. That's, a, that's been awesome. But uh, we, we've been very blessed to sign on with AM Racing and, and have them take a shot on me and, and you know, partnered with them and having brett mott from the extended car can turn into a great thing so um very excited about the uh opportunities there and what we might be able to bring with that brand new ford mustang yeah.
0: so what do you what do you see the differences between the cars you've been in uh, up until now with that mustang are the manufacturers that far off or is it somewhat similar
3: uh for me at daytona the way the car handled it was just Kind of like on a rail. Uh, we we got out there in the draft, and we could pull the, our group around really well. And then I I went up to the top and uh, let them kind of get around us. And it took us a whole half a lap really um, to get back in line and, and, and with them. So I thought it was pretty incredible that we held that single car speed that I kept hearing inside, inside, still inside, still inside. That we were up there by ourselves, hanging with a, a group of cars. So um, it, it was pretty. Pretty exciting to be able to know it had that kind of pull to it, and then it sucked up really good. So it's just a handling of the way way that car wasn't in the, in the draft of the air, bouncing around, and everything else. It just really did what I wanted it to
0: do. Right, and tell us a little bit about AM Racing, if I'm getting that right. It's a, a new team that you've uh, you've affiliated yourself with with the manufacturer.
3: Uh, so that's our goal. It, it's not there yet. It's, AM Racing is affiliated, right? Okay. Um, we we, we do get the race uh, Ford Mustangs but hopefully the season goes well and we continue to get better on the racetrack and show that we can do what we're doing uh, is working and hopefully we can we can make that happen.
1: Cool. That great. Right. Glad <laughs> to see you back out there getting after it, man. What What's your schedule look like this year? I know you're running Daytona, but what comes after that?
3: Uh, so we're running for a championship. We're going to run for a championship in 2023. Um, uh, I think we're going to surprise some people. You know, that There's going to be some talk and everything about how we struggled last year, but if you go back and look at a lot of our finishes and where we ended up in those results in those races? It was, it was more along the lines of just horrible luck, uh, wrong place, wrong time, part failures, everything you can name in between. Um, so I, I really think that we're kind of floating under the radar at the start of the year, and I actually like that. I, I like having that. Uh, you know, a don't don't discredit this kind of deal going into the season.
2: <laughs> we'll be watching. <laughs> I know that. That's for sure. You know yeah,
1: because I remember at five flags, dude. I, I I thought for sure you had a top three, even a, maybe. A shot at the wind of your transmission locked up we were we were man i was so disappointed we we're sitting there just cheering and all of a sudden you fell off i'm like oh no come <laughs> on now but you did a great yeah.
3: job pensacola is one of those places uh that that really was a uh, a heartbreaker that's really the best way i could put it we had that car was hooked up on the long run and um i mean heck we we uh we were at least a third place car there and it's it's frustrating, you know, to go there. It's my fault. I think I, how I was learning, I, I got told some bad advice on how to shift, uh, to shift the stock car. So that, that's the best way to put it. I wasn't using the clutch, but it, it was, it wasn't really lifting when I was shifting and got it hung there. So it took us the first couple of weeks to really sort that out. But, um, once I got it figured out, it just hurts to go look at Nashville and Pensacola and places like that. Um, that that's that's really what hangs with me is those kind of finishes and the Poconos another one and and uh, a couple other places that I think we're gonna be really strong Kansas is a place that got circled this year there's, there's a lot of places I think we can go be very strong so that's that's I, I like I said I like being under the radar and I and I hope to come out and, and kind of make some noise from the start and kind of be like where'd you
1: come from you know, that kind of deal. <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome we, we like I said we'll be watching and cheering for you for sure you yeah, that was Harvick's
0: place. Where'd you come from? <laughs> yeah, I, I think he answered one of the questions I had coming up. Is that the uh, the tracks that you have visited uh, east and west in the ARCA series? Now it's a full fledged going for the championship ARCA series, which is I think is a little different because now you're yeah. visiting more tracks that you haven't been to. So, is there a track that you have in your mind in that schedule that you really look forward to? Is it a mile and a half? Is it a short track or is it the big track? Or how do, how does that work through your mind?
3: um really the mile and a half
0: mm. that,
3: that's where. uh that's where where i i really seem to like the trash that we don't use a lot of break at right mm-hmm. um really that's what i, I like the pensacola was i could sail that thing off in on a one really roll out um that 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 is that's really where i could make it a i don't know how to really put it phrasing it. it's just when i use the break is been a driver mental block here from playing over over from baseball to racing is trying to find out how much to use. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that so we can really have a lot of time. I'm not scared to use it. Pocono. We, we rolled out, we were a six place car there. Uh, Kansas. We have a shot to win the race in the fall and, and, uh, we gambled on tires. We were the only car that didn't come down and take four or four fresh tires. We started on the front row. Our gamble was to uh, hopefully catch caution before the end of the race. It just didn't work out. We still ran seventh, but we were at least a fourth place car speed wise. Strategy set us back to seven, but I was okay with the strategy because if it worked out, we were going to be the only car that had tires. So we ran 34 laps there on 25 or 30 lap over tires in the rest of the field. So I was okay with that. So th- those are the places that I really have circled um, on the schedule. The places that I'm Going to need some work on, I know, as a driver to road courses and dirt tracks. So, but AM has really, when you look back at their history, they for, Gustine and the guys they brought out there, they they've gone out there with guys that have had no dirt experience or whatever. They took the pole, Gus, at uh, the coin, I believe, and he had no dirt experience for that either. So, um, they they do a good job of helping develop the drivers, and obviously having Brett Moffat as a teammate, um, in the, in the shop and and he's in the extended side is definitely going to help a lot.
0: Brett Moffat's not bad. Oh, no. You think he must have, have it back up. Yeah. Yeah. You got good company there, bro. <laughs> yep. Truck yeah.
1: champion, Brett Moffat.
0: Yeah. yeah, so dig in a little deeper and tell us a little bit more about AM and how, how what how they operate as to what you're used to. And I know in a very short period of time, but what you've seen so far up to this point with AM racing.
3: Uh so AM, they it's just been awesome. it's really been a family atmosphere. They are uh they they really have just allowed me to be me and, and bring in a different kind of, I don't really know how to phrase it, like a personality of just, just be, it lets me loosen up a little bit. Um, it's not really like a very, everybody's on you to be the best. Everybody knows you got to be the best you can be, but it's not like a... Uh, you, you, if you don't perform at the first two races, were you know, um, kind of deal. Uh, that, that's the best way to put it. But they're they really gonna let me bring my baby up to the shop. They, they let my wife come in the shop a lot. It's a very family atmosphere. And then on the performance side, those guys mean business. Like it's, they're, they're there to really punch you in the mouth. You know, that that's kind of the motto that we've been talking about: is come out and, and be strong. And if we don't, then then it's kind of on us, right? So, um, they're doing all the right things. They're pushing, you know different windows and different doors this year and it was really an eye-opening deal when we walked in the shop and then sat down with them for the first time it was like you could just feel the energy and then uh, the president of the team he, he played major league baseball with me with the college background uh playing baseball too it, it just seemed to mesh really well together on, on our front and um they just believe in me and i think that was the best part from the moment i walked in there it wasn't we're not just a paycheck. We're not just saying, you know, it, it, they, they believe in me as a driver and are doing everything they can to make it so I can go out there and be the best driver I can be.
2: Yeah, everybody's there to get something done. That's the the way you want it. you know, everybody pushing for one common goal. That's
3: it. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly it. I mean, that, that's what we kind of been talking about is everybody rowing the boat in the same direction, right? If right. First is <laughs> yeah. not rowing the boat and that's it. forward, you know, or rowing it backwards. It, it hinders everything. So, um and that that was a big thing is bringing everybody the team from the guy that sweeps the forest to the truck driver everybody there's got the same motto and and the same attitude and then it's uh it's refreshing that's the best way i can put it yes
1: well that's great and we're glad to hear it because i've I've heard people that have gone to arco with certain teams and the crew chief doesn't believe in the driver and and the driver can't tell the crew chief anything and you don't listen and it's just like you said a money thing well now you got a team that believes in you a hundred percent and uh Man, we'd love to see you win that championship. That would be super cool. Yes.
3: Well, I appreciate it. I mean, that's, that's our goal, right? That, that's what we want to do.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, I, I I know Jesse's going to be tough, um, and then it's very interesting having somebody like Frankie Muniz. You don't know what you're going to get there, and, and uh, um, you, it's it's a very open deal this year. I think ARCA's got a different open look, and in all the races being on FS1 and FS2, it, it's a pretty pretty damn big experience and an opportunity for us with our sponsors to, to get them a lot of exposure. So, um, very cool. We have a lot of spotlight, national spotlight on us. And, uh, and I'm very excited about the opportunity.
1: So we'll see what, uh, what happens.
2: Yeah, make sure you practice your post direct interview skills there, you know, cause you want to be there.
1: <laughs> I, I can't believe it. You're, you're racing against Malcolm in the middle this year. I had forgot about <laughs> that Frankie Munez was going to run the full ARCA series this year. That's pretty cool. That, that brings a little exposure. I, I think the ARCA series hasn't had the exposure that it's had in the past, like when the Kimels and everybody raced it and it was different. But I'm glad they're kind of bringing that back. They should. It, it should be guys yeah. like you and and him and, and bringing it up where, you know, it can be a better racing series on its own besides standing next to NASCAR. I right. like that it's on its own.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yep. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, like all these super late model series that are starting to come up and get strong again. And I'm glad to see it because... I like NASCAR and and I would love to see you race NASCAR because, you know, we could say we had you on our podcast. That'd be awesome. But I (laughs) mean, just, just for your story is just so unique, uh, how you got to where you are. And, you know, we just think that is super cool because it just doesn't happen that way anymore. You know, it's, it's these kids writing checks or mommy and daddy writing checks and they get the rides and everything like that, but you've earned your way where you are. Exactly. And that's
3: cool. I appreciate that. I really do. And then, you know, it's, it's, it's rewarding, right? Like, I, I have to go push and get my own sponsors, and, and it, there's been a lot of sleepless nights. I'm not going to lie. But there was a time this year where I didn't know what was going to happen and when things were going to come together, and we were um, really, really knocking on the door, not knowing where we are going to be. And, and uh, it's been that way every year, but it gives you a little bit of extra fire and edge, you know, because there are kids out there, and, you know, it's part of the racing that I don't think they appreciate what they got or appreciate where they come from, and it doesn't no, matter. Driving no. a tree stock, or, or if you're driving a cup car, um, the, these guys work hard on their stuff, and, and I don't. It really kind of irritates me and aggravates me when somebody doesn't really do their part, right, and what right. they're supposed to do, or, or or not appreciate the opportunity you got.
2: Yeah, when they have yeah. so many opportunities, that everything's handed to them. They just have a tendency to just blow it off. You know, I, I can do this regardless. <laughs> no, if yeah. you work for it, it's a whole, it, it, and it feels better when you have that success too.
3: And, and it does and that, that's what's exciting. Um, th- th- that's just really what it, what it comes down to is the fact that it, it, uh, you got to learn the, the respect the sport I feel like you got to learn to respect what, what you're getting to do right. and, and I might have been guilty at the start of it a little bit of you know of really thinking like this is awesome instead of really putting the work in but the, I, I put the work in but not to the level I, I am now and I, I regret that, but it taught me a lesson um this is only year five of me doing it and and there there are ways i think i could have made myself a better race car driver for the start of my career in a way i could have approached sponsorship but there's also learning experience if you don't learn from it then you don't move on from it and get better from it
2: right so it
3: forces you to know what you are and that's i just think there's a level of respect i've been for a lot of it over the last couple years and um you gotta respect everything that goes into it there's a ton of
2: it goes into it. So, and, it and it
3: goes from the truck driver to the owner to everything that makes it possible. And then uh, I'm just a firm believer in respect. If you respect the people around you, respect, and they give you respect back, and, and everything's happening, like we said, rowing a boat in the same direction, good things happen.
1: That's it. I mean, you go to the shop and you hang out with the guys and you know who they are. Some of these young kids nowadays could care less who the car owner is, who the crew chief is, or anything like that. But that I'm glad to hear you say that because – even the guy, like you said, from the truck driver to the guy who sweeps the floors, they're doing it for you because they want to see you succeed. They do their job the best they can do. You do job best you can do, and everything gels together, and it works. Right. And And it's just super cool when the guy sweeping the floor gets to be a, a part of it. You know what I mean?
3: That's exactly it. I mean, it's – and and everybody <clears throat> has a big part in it. There, there's so much – I wish I could walk a lot of people through that don't get to see the ins and outs of the sport – on uh, what goes on behind the scenes to make it so you can get to the racetrack. I really do. Um, yeah. There's so much. And it, it, from the driver's side, there's a lot that happens too. But, I mean, as a driver, we get the fun part, right? We get to go drive the car. So,
2: right. um,
3: I, I just, like I said, I've got a buddy that that, that drives a uh, bomber at New Smyrna. And his, <laughs> you know, it's like they're to 500 for him to get out there every, every day. And that's Absolutely. what I love about racing. So, <laughs> It doesn't matter what you're in or where you are. If you respect it, you love it, and that's what you want to do. There's a way to do it, and I I want to share that message to as many people as I can. That
1: well, we went
3: put the work in.
1: We went down to New Smyrna two, three weeks ago with my sportsman car. I'd never run there before. Let me tell you something. That place owes me a race. We went down and we (laughs) we didn't qualify. We we drew pills. We'll start on outside pole. I'd never been there before, so I dropped to the back. Well, the first lap, I passed like three or four cars. I thought this is going to be all right. And then the car started sputtering. We don't know whether we got something in the fuel line or the fuel. I didn't get to finish the race, but I'm <laughs> going to go back down there. I love that place. The speed you carry off in a the corner there <laughs> is just phenomenal. We probably saw your buddy run in the, in the bomber class because we were there when they, they ran that he red sure eye 5050. Yeah. So, and, and well, I know, I know how that is because being a, uh, just a regular street start guy, just getting in the car is where all the fun is. But you know, we put in the work too. But I tell you what, man, it would be fun. Uh, is us because Ted does videos. It would be cool to do a little uh YouTube series on just what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> just what you're so, talking about. Go through a, a small team like that. Meet everybody. Talk to everybody. You you lead us around. Show us. Introduce us to everybody. And you know we would love to do something like that with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> that,
3: that's that's it. you know there, there's a I, I want to yeah. kind of be a voice and a face for it and, and kind of show that there is a uh, you know we went to a high school and. and toledo and arca brought us in to do it and it was just an awesome experience um to talk to kids and they didn't really know and i was talking to the shop kids there right um about all that goes in the, the making the car what it is and everything and all that stuff and it, i told them and i told Arca, like look as a kid i wish i would have had that i wish i would have i didn't know how to get into the sport i didn't know what i wanted to I, I, I loved it but i had no idea i think there's such a opportunity for people out there that have no idea um, how to come down here and go about it? That would love to be a part of it. Um, and, and and all you got to do is move, you know, move somewhere where it's possible, whether it's Pensacola or Charlotte or Daytona or you know, you choose. And, and whether it's sweeping a Florida start or whatever, and Steve a perfect example. The man was sweeping fours in, in, in the nineties, right? And, and now he's been a crew chief for Junior Gordon and in broadcast. You can go through his, his resume,
2: mm-hmm. right?
3: there's a way to do it it's just it might not be the way you want to do it from the start and it might not be the way you want it to ever happen but there's a way to do it if you want to be involved and that's yeah. really what i want
0: to do. pretty much racing uh, in itself
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, you know these young kids nowadays have no clue and you're absolutely right about how to do this and we've even talked about doing it at five Flex because there's several short tracks that do this they get they'll, they'll have a couple of kids that they'll bring into a team like my team And say, okay, you got to go to the shop one night a week. You have to do this. You have to do that. When you're at the racetrack, you have to stay with the team and work on the car. You get lets them in for free, gives them something to eat for free, and gets these young kids involved. Because I'm telling you, man, there's so many young people nowadays that just have no clue. They they don't they know what's in a phone or what's in a computer or what's on TV. (laughs) They don't understand the the fun part, which is actually because to me, I love getting out in the shop and getting my hands dirty. I'm 52 years old and I still love to do it.
3: Yeah, that's that's what it is. I mean, that's what it boils down to, right? It's the same thing from the baseball route. Like, the, if you love it, it doesn't matter what. I think that's kind of the message I really want to bring to the table for a lot of people is that it doesn't matter what you're involved in. If you love it, you know, that's the message I want for my son. If it doesn't matter if you're going to be a high school junior, if you freaking love it and you want to do it, then, then that's okay. That's what you want to do. If you have a passion for what you want to do and you're happy with it, I'm a firm believer of it doesn't matter what you do. As long as you love it, you will never work a day in your life. I'm a firm
1: believer. That's so. it. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, it, it getting young people involved in, in a sport like ours also keeps them out of trouble. Yes. Because I was, you know, 13, 14 years old, picking up aluminum cans to get the $10 to get a pit pass to go out to Five Flags. Yeah. And my dear mother would drive me across town, drop me off the racetrack until the races were over. And I'd go to a little pay phone. They'd call her and she would drive from the other side of town back out to Five Flags Speedway and pick me up and bring me home because she knew if I was at the racetrack I wasn't getting into trouble. <laughs> yep,
3: yeah. that's that's what it is. I, I snuck into
0: Daytona,
1: right?
0: That's how I got involved. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, that's hilarious. That we is
0: I, that. what a great story that we're we're a hold of and and, and I mean grateful to be a part of. Yeah. And I've got a question, as to How do you juggle? uh, with a newlywed and a family now in a, uh, all of a sudden, um, a full-time ride in Arca series with all this traveling. How, how does, how do you juggle all that?
3: Well, you know, we, I haven't, <laughs> the traveling side hasn't really kicked in with the, with the new guy here, but, um, I'm, I think we have a good schedule down. Uh, the, the good thing about AM is they're very good about getting us to the racetrack and getting us back pretty quick. And they, they understand, um, with us having the baby that that's a big part of what i would like to do is get in do my job and get home right um and, and they're the same way it's like let's get back let's get working on the car and let's get ready for the next week so that's gonna i think help a ton and then i, I got an amazing wife she, she is very understanding and, and and uh lets me do what i do um i'm very fortunate to, that i have that in, in a partner that cause it's very hard to find somebody that that is okay with <laughs> their husband going off every weekend and, and doing this but um there's there's just a lot of uh, a lot of things that we'll have to figure out, but it, it's so far we've been in a good routine. As long as it hooks up that way and stays that way as the season goes, and then I think we're gonna have a good plan for it. So as he gets older, the more we'll be able to bring him to the racetrack too. And, and she graduates school in June, so once she's out and, and has a job um,
1: working in, in healthcare, then then we can get her to the racetrack and him to the racetrack a lot
0: more. Man, I can't wait. That's, that's it's can't
1: wait awesome. we, we'll yeah, have it's, to, we're, we're going to have to come watch you at Arca race this year for sure.
2: Yeah. Somewhere we'll
1: plan. Well, it.
3: I would love to, you know, I, I really would like to get down to Pensacola. We're still working on trying to find sponsorship outside of the, the primary season. Uh, I, I I will say Pensacola is one of my favorite racetracks. So, um, Mine love the place. Never <laughs> yeah. change it. That's the best way I can say it. Never change that place. Uh, nope. The character and everything in it. It's it's fun as hell to drive.
1: I so, pray we don't pave it. That's one thing I've been. I don't <laughs> want
3: to see that. Yeah, it, trust me as a driver that there was. It's a lot of fun to be able to. Let guys go, and I think they're Superman to start and be able to reel them in. Oh yeah, yeah. You'll,
1: you'll eat the tires off of it. But like the class oh, yeah. I drive, you got to go because we only run 25 laps, so it's it's balls out for 25 laps. And you try yeah. to get to you got to get every car you can get. I was just talking about that with a buddy of mine yesterday. I said you can't ride around; you got to go, go, go. And those big races, you got to know when to when to slow down. And the the best guy. It running long laps at that place is Bubba Pollard. I've seen him be he is. start like tenth yeah. in a in a late model race, and uh, you'll be sitting there watching him, looking at lap times, and I'll just start making that jaw sound. Dun, dun, dun. Here he comes! <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he starts creeping up on the Next thing you know, he's, and he's gone. He so. just, all about that tire management, and I've
3: been on the other side too. When I first started racing, I I got the opportunity. I was fortunate to get the race Myrtle Beach. That was the place where <clears throat> we, we started, and I took off, and I was passing cars left and right. I'm like, man we're going to be leading this race in about five laps, and about 15 laps went by, we might as well have thrown the anchor out the window. And I was <laughs> hung out hanging on and, and just miserable. So we went green,
1: 75-lap race, and we went green uh, for the first 70 laps of the race. So,
0: oh, man. Really <laughs> was, yeah. Lesson
3: yeah, so learned. It was not yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, Myrtle so that be- taught me a lot about tire management really quick.
0: No,
1: yeah, sure. Myrtle Beach is one of those places that's gone now. It's a shame.
3: Yeah. yeah I, like I said, it, when, they, when we found out it was closed, and it was one of our... So I, I wanted to race there very much, and, and uh, I got the opportunity to. It was the reason it meant a lot to me is my, my family. We we vacationed there a ton um, as oh, kids, wow. and uh, my dad he's battling Alzheimer's. It was one of his favorite places, so mm-hmm. they get the opportunity to go down there. And, and two years ago, and run that uh, place before they they knocked it down it was a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: good deal, man. Good deal. That's that New Smyrna was on my bucket list, and I kind of got. Some of it off, the oh, but I got that place owes me a race. I'm I'm going to drag an old super stock of mine out of the woods um, this Saturday, and we're going to build it for down there and run in Cordille and a couple other tracks. But we're going to go back down there. I'd, I'd man, I want to win there that place is yeah, I like it.
0: So, <laughs> so in uh in your in your immediate future, I mean, what uh, what does your schedule look like here in the next week or two? getting ready for Daytona.
3: Um, yeah yeah the next couple of weeks is just you know we're plugging away on some other sponsor stuff and uh really it's just getting them to the shop and then continuing to put the work in and being around the guys and and uh just building that camaraderie you know it's a new team it's a new place still and and um you're still gelling with the guys and, and um you know trying to find that that same point of view for everybody and and try to find out who who likes what and all that stuff and just get, get the guys to like each other. Right. And so far it's been amazing. They all have, and they've been amazing. And, and from the top down, everybody's amazing there. So it's just going to the shop and being around, um, being around the cars. And I, I'm not, a, I'll be honest. I'm not a guy that knows how to wrench on them too much. Um, but I, I still try to be there and try to be present and, and show that I'm, I'm willing to yep, willing to yep. be there not yep. if I'm sitting at home. So
0: that means a um, lot too. <laughs> yeah. That's what it takes. Yeah. You know,
3: and, and that's, that's what, a, that's, what I like to do is at least be here and I'm sitting in the office working on sponsor calls all day and, um, working to find, uh, find that stuff that makes the car, find the real gasoline for the car. is the best way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, uh, that's really it. It's just doing that, hitting the gym, uh, a lot of, lot of film from the last couple of years when I come home, uh, especially with the baby when Mom is sleeping and, and it's my turn watching some races and, yeah. uh, just trying to, I've been reading a lot of books too, uh, about, you know, the athlete mindset and, and getting back into that kind of deal where I was in college on, on that uh, um, on-kill kind of mode is where I want to be this year. So <laughs> um, And that's that's what I've been just prepping and really mental training. There's a lot of – I think a lot of people forget to train the mind, and that's, that's right. a big part of anything you do in life.
0: Yeah, you envision sure. the success. Yep. So that's is uh, is your boy going to be named River?
3: Uh, so, yeah. So his name is River Lawrence Rose.
0: So.
1: Yep. <laughs> oh, wow. Cool.
3: Yeah, so we, my dad's about, like I said, my dad's about Alzheimer's, and uh, we, we went with Lawrence for Larry. My dad's name is Larry on the middle name, and then uh, uh, we loved the name River. As soon as I said it, my wife lit up like a Christmas tree and I was like, all right, that's it. We're,
0: and we, we had that from the moment we found out we were pregnant. It just never changed. Right. So I guess we can see him in a go-kart in a couple of years, huh? <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> my, 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 uh, my wallet
3: doesn't want to see that. So right. <laughs> Hopefully he wants to follow dad's roots on the baseball side, but you know yeah. I got a feeling if he's coming to the shop with dad a lot and, and seeing all that stuff, it's going to be hard for him not to want to. So um, if, if he wants to get into it, we'll put him in it. I just like to wait till like ten or eleven, really, before we get him going. Um, right. I'm not one of the people that believe you have to be in a go kart at three years old. Brad Keselowski, I think, didn't start until he was like 13. Junior was in his teens, really, when he got going. So you, you can do it at a, at a later age. I, I'd like to see him get a little older and. and little more mature before we put them in anything
0: well i don't don't think i've come across any uh more of an incredible story than uh we've been affiliated with since i think september uh about six months after we got started and uh we got in touch with you first time when you you know got into (laughs) the garage at daytona which is an incredible story (laughs) to begin with and (laughs) up to this point uh like jim said earlier it just this is just something that just doesn't happen right no typically And uh we're so Great. glad to be a part of it and uh I appreciate you taking the time out to be with us. Um you know keep working out and keep getting stronger. Keep that mentality because I can I can feed off of what you're saying. Um you're um you're motivated. Uh you are dedicated to get in there and do the absolute best you can and 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 exceed from that. And uh I can feel that vibe from your your conversation and we really appreciate you taking the time out to be with us.
3: Well, I appreciate you guys and the and, uh, continued support on our side. And, you know, it, it, like I said, it, it, it means the world to, to have a, any kind of voice. And the, the, if I can inspire just one person on, on my story, you know, it means a lot. So love the podcast. Love what you guys do. And, and uh, obviously, you know, you guys were incredible. So that's when we came down to Pensacola. And it was great to meet
1: you all. So hopefully, hopefully we won't go too long until we see you again.
2: Well, hope not. We want to see you
1: back up here. Yeah, we we just Absolutely. want to see you in victory lane, man. You keep <laughs> digging and do what you got to do.
3: Yeah. Hey, you know, we're going to push push like hell for it. So uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm i looking forward to it. I, I think you'll find us see us find victory lane once or twice this year. I really do.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, we're going to be right up on top of that, and I, I promise you we will be in touch, and we will talk to you again soon. Thank you, Christian. Awesome.
3: Yep, thank you, guys. I appreciate y'all. Thank you, All right, too. man. Have a good evening. You, too.
0: Well, that's Christian Rose, Christian yes. Rose Racing. Uh, that, there you got, uh, you know, uh, a three-episode sum-up on uh, his story. Uh, wow. That, that's incredible. <laughs> the full story.
1: <laughs> yeah, great, dude. Glad to see he's out there digging because, you know what, like I said, you don't see a story like his very often. Somebody very. who didn't come up in a racing family or wasn't it? his uncle raced or anything like that, and he gets out there and he gets it done. Him and AM Racing, I, I hope and pray that they uh, win a race this year. We'd love to see it.
0: Yeah, yes. oh, we're going to be right there, right there. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And uh, we appreciate him coming and take the time out to do that. And uh, we actually can make an announcement tentatively for next week. Got another special guest. We'll make yes. an announcement a little bit later. But, guys, <laughs> I, you know, it's it's always a pleasure to get with you guys on Wednesday night and talk short track racing. And this is where we, we do it.
1: <laughs> yep, yep, <laughs> yep. yep. Hmm. we're, we're gonna have team. we're gonna have more guests this year we got we yeah. got i think we got a little bit of a lineup we're gonna do and it's gonna be fun yeah i always enjoy doing it with you guys this mm-hmm. is this is our wednesday night every wednesday so
0: yeah potential sponsorships coming on yep. board and, too so yes. um things yep. are looking up not only for that but uh for short track guys podcast Um uh,
1: Got some mafia involved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. mafia. You know what I'm saying over here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: That's coming up soon, and that's going to be big news, too. And yes. uh, that's going to come up here in the next week or two uh, because we're we're kind of getting in touch and making contacts and finalizing some things. But um, it looks like that's going to happen. So yeah. look forward to that. And um I don't know, we've done Spanish, we've done Japanese, I don't know any (laughs) other language.
1: How about I do it at an Italian Mafia account now? (laughs)
0: Let's do that. Go ahead, Jim.
1: One, two, three.
0: (laughs) Let's go, go, Brandon. Brandon. Good night, everybody. Be strong, America. Thanks for listening.